0: Hello and welcome to Scopy Radio. My name is Daniel Johansson,
1: and I'm Maureen Smith. And today we are joined by Amanda Neal, Angela Torres, and Alexandra Platasulak. Hi.
0: How Hi. are you Hello. all doing? Game. Awesome. <laughs> today.
2: Fantastic. Really great. All tired, but in the greatest
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> the greatest way Amazing. possible. Amazing. Fantastic. Tired.
0: exhausted. <laughs> well, the vanguard that is Forte Chicago is so fucking busy, it seems. Yeah. The, like, ah. just badass lady singing collective, like... Can
3: we trademark that? We uh, should. Yeah, we yeah. should. That's our other shirt.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, done. Done. <laughs>
0: I've had, we'll give you credit. I have <laughs> had people use things that I've said on the podcast as press material. I'm very... I'm totally fine with that. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Great.
1: Ross, um, Ross Korean, uh really leans into the fact that I called him a juggernaut of new music.
2: It's <laughs> a great title it for him. This. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. It's a great mm-hmm. title
2: for him. Yeah.
0: That's our that's our thing now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um so <laughs> from we quotes ha- we had a few folks on from Forte Chicago what now a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Um but wow. but you all have a completely well you're not I'm gonna I'm trying to figure out how to hand off the like baton of explaining this to you mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna
2: just you're just gonna just I'm not. throw a perfect, the baton at us. yeah I'm not okay. a perfect
0: journalist but um,
2: so I guess the best way to describe this is that our our associate director Sarah yeah has had this brainchild for a while of delving into a Grimm's fairy tale. From the perspective of a a therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my God. That's what she does. That's her day job. Wow. Right. So she's been wanting to do that for a while. She finally actually got a grant to do it. Mm -hmm. So she asked us, because she's worked closely with us now for three years, are you guys interested in something like this? And of course we all said, well, fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, but it had to be like a separate thing from Forte. So it's mm-hmm. not technically a Forte project, but it's all Forte artists, if that makes sense. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Like a
1: satellite project. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's a, a good way of putting it. Forte yeah. affiliated. Forte project. affiliated, yeah. And yeah. Um, we're I'm really excited because this grant that that she got that um, it's Dcase, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's the city. It's part of the National Endowment of the Arts, mm-hmm. like something that really matters to all of us. As in general, right. Mm-hmm. I
1: was actually going to ask about that because um, I feel like the National Endowment of the Arts is something that is obviously important to the artist community, but not often something that directly benefits us as mostly grassroots artists. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't
2: often see it. You see, you go to a something bigger at a bigger house, and you see it in the program or something right. like yeah. that. But you no. don't often see. A direct you
1: don't reap the benefits exactly direct exactly
0: well we for opera on tap did a thing two three years ago with Dcase, and it wasn't they didn't have direct grants the same way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they basically had built from the National Endowment of the Arts had built a marketing platform. Okay, um, which was interesting and useful, and was a really awesome like networking tool. And so when I heard that you all had like gotten a grant from DKS directly, that's really cool to me because mm-hmm. I think that it's interesting to kind of see. First off, living in the world that we're living in, where public funding for the arts is is the, the doors that are being closed left and right. Right, mm-hmm. it's great. To see involvement happening on a on a, on a public level for the arts from the city, because yeah. in a lot of ways that local level is where we're gonna actually see results, you know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually already starting um, on a like not even on a citywide level, but on a neighborhood wide
5: level. Oh, for sure. Um, the yeah.
1: cafe I work at is in Uptown, and so and like Uptown is a community that even though we live a block away from it. Um, is not something that we've really gotten involved in, which I'm realizing now is a damn shame Mm -hmm. because it is so cool. Um, The uh, uptown representatives from Uptown United come in all the time, and I was Mm -hmm. talking to them about the magazine, and they were saying, you know, there are funds available from Mm -hmm. Uptown United Mm -hmm. to basically... Put on whatever project you want, and no one takes advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, pretty much, tell us what you want to do, and you will get money for it. It just has to be in Uptown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, wow. How is no? So it's. I'm I'm wondering like, as as artist, and I we are gonna obviously we're gonna talk about the <laughs> event, but I, I do have a a, a money a, a question about like. Publicly provided money mm-hmm. um, I feel like there are a lot of people Like shooting for the moon With a lot of like national grants Like I can't even imagine how many folks You know applied to that Obama Foundation uh-huh. grant mm-hmm. Like there are there are so many people shooting for those um, Do you Why do you think it is that people are more hesitant Or like overlook
4: local Local sources. I think they don't know about them. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, I've worked with um, the Westtown Chamber of Commerce, Lakeview Chamber of Commerce, with other businesses that I've worked for, and once I find out that they're there, I'm like, wait a second, like, no, no this never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to go to these people and ask them about, like, how do we get a bike rack, or like, you know, things like. Actually, they do a lot of arts supporting events like they run these street fests all summer mm-hmm. they run mm-hmm. the city runs the farmers markets mm-hmm. you can talk to the farmers market people and perform at the farmers market yeah. like i think mm-hmm. people artists don't know to just like go and ask these organizations right in their neighborhoods right for yeah. help well and i think and oftentimes we're we're so
2: focused on creating the art, which is you know what we do as artists individually. We are not thinking about the administration aspect of it for sure, because that's not what most of us do. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I can launch into all. My I know, right? Like, like music
3: degrees and everything of that. Well, exactly. I mean, it could go into all show, of
2: this. There's all kinds of things that, as you know, they tell us, go out and if you don't find the opportunity you want, go out and create it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's all well and good, but we don't all have the tools. To For do sure. every aspect of that. Right. You know, the wonderful thing about working with Forte is that we all have different backgrounds. We've all worked with different companies, small companies, big companies, different kinds of art. You know, we're not all just opera singers. And Sarah, who spearheaded this this event, she's she's a storyteller. She's not a musician, but she's also a visual artist. So and she's a therapist by day, right? So she has this whole other aspect that she's coming at things that none of us have, which is really awesome. Mm -hmm. So for her to even, that was her first thought. Well, I want to do this thing. How do I get money to do this thing? I go find a grant for sure. We don't think about those things. We're just like, (laughs) we want to perform. How do we do that? Mm -hmm. You know, and we wait for somebody to allow us Mm. to perform.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, there's a big fear too of like, mixing the political with the artistic too Mm because then that mm -hmm, is a big mm -hmm. part of Mm -hmm. thinking about local funding Mm because you know it's 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 these things can be so intrinsically linked like the fact that you want funding at all for a project to someone can be made political you Mm -hmm. know like Mm -hmm. it's like that's so i i ended up cutting you off what were you gonna say
1: um I was going to transition into talking about the work.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Can you tell us a little bit about The Distant Flight of Birds and other works?
2: So, well, why don't you talk about the other works, Alexandra, since you know more about them. So we only have one section of this, like, what is it, four acts?
3: There are are four different performances that night. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks, so I don't get anything wrong. Um, (laughs) uh, The Distant Flight of Birds is the title of our our bit our performance and um the, there are three other acts um in in the first one um it's a performance of uh De siete canciones populares españoles so it's the seven songs um and it's sung by our our forte director mm-hmm. susan Payne o'brien and she's a she's uh, they, they made these songs into uh, this kind of spectacle of puppetry and music. Cool. Um, so um, I'm going to maybe mispronounce her last name. Michalina Rabinski? Is I think that that's right. Say? Yeah. Great, yeah. nice, go me. Michalina <coughs> Rabinski is kind of uh, directing this. And then Naila Basny, who is an opera director and coach in the city, is playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember who the other, they had another puppeteer. Oh, they name. have
2: they have a puppeteer. I can't remember
4: her name either. I'm Shoot. so
3: sorry. It's not on our poster. Well, you keep talking <laughs> okay, and I'll great. see if I can um, look it So up. that's the first one. And that's
4: also presented by the Black Cat Theater.
2: Yes.
3: Thank
4: you. is
2: uh, really awesome. She's a specialist in commedia. Mm. So um, she does workshops on teaching uh, the states of commedia and the char- traditional mm-hmm. characters of commedia dell'arte, which sure. is really cool. That's I've, awesome. I've yeah. done one of her workshops and it's amazing. You learn so much. Mm-hmm. And then how to use that in other things. So yeah. And she's directing this Defia piece, which is mm-hmm. going to be really cool.
3: Yeah, so that's yeah. a
2: Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was no. just going
3: to keep going. Please do. Okay, great. So the first <laughs> one. <laughs> um, then one of the other performances is um, there's an award-winning author. Um, Abby Jeannie is going to read um, a story called Landscaping from uh, her book called The Last Animal. And um, so that's going to be beautiful, and that's actually where the title, The Distant Flight of Birds, comes from. Mm-hmm. Sarah pulled that out of her story because she heard it and thought that it just fit our performance so perfectly. Um, and then the other uh, performance that's on the evening is called Sotology, um, which is a one-woman show, and... Um, the performer, her name is Nelia Miller, and she's performing this in conjunction with Mozawa. Mozawa is another theater company, or, or I should say another arts company in the city. They do a lot of collaborative work, pushing the boundaries between visual artists and theater mm-hmm. artists and musicians. Um, so I've worked with Mozawa, and that's been a really, really cool company to get involved with. Um, but Nelia's Satology is this retelling of Ahab and Jonah's stories kind of pulling out of the Moby Dick story. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a, a movement artist. Um, so she has she's, has all this dialogue, but she has a ton of movement. She's working with a local director and a local choreographer as well. Um, so she's kind of swimming through this story as she tells it. Mm. So I, f- I found it. Thank
2: um, you. The first act again, which is directed by Michalina Rabinski, featuring uh, Susan Payne O'Brien singing The puppeteer is Antora DeLong. That's it. So that's going to be really... I've seen some of the pictures of rehearsals. It's going to be a really... Completely new setting of these (laughs) Defia pieces. You will have never seen it like this in your life. That's And never will again. Mm -hmm. And then there's there's our piece, um, which is the... um, Which we're calling Distant Flight of Birds, which is ending the whole thing. And that came out of... Sarah's desire to explore the Grimms fairy tale The Seven Ravens mm-hmm. um so uh she did want us to she couldn't be here but she wanted us to point out the um exploration that we did over the summer so we met as it wasn't just the performers there was a whole bunch of other artists 16, filmmakers 16 total 16
3: other people okay
2: um therapists a whole group of people we would do readings, writings, and just discuss for a few hours Mm -hmm. and basically talk about, like, the holes that are in these fairy tales. Like, well, what happened here? What could have happened? What is the meaning behind this? What could be the meaning behind that? And sort of boiled it down to this idea of continuing on and fixing what maybe your family history has broken or feeling like you need to repair something and just sort of, like... Following this heroine through her journey, kind of thing. Um, and so we all did all these different writings in response to these discussions, submitted them to Susan, who then wrote all the poetry for it. Mm-hmm. That poetry was then given to Lara Golan, who was the composer of the sausage show that we did, mm-hmm. what was it, two years ago? A year and
3: a half ago. Sounds two oh, years ago. I
2: a, think it was around, wasn't it? A year and a half. It was. Oh, it was in was May. F- <laughs> Not this May, but the f- past May. Well, so you
0: had three variety shows before that, right? Or yes. Was it the third one? Is that what I'm? That's what I'm trying to remember. Because Forte Chicago has been going for three. Three years. years. And so the first show was the launch one. We had
2: the yeah. We had the gala. We had the salon. And then we had the Sausage Show. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Lara um, composed the songs for the Sausage Show. For sure. And so she then took this poetry that Susan wrote based off of all of our writings and turned it into music. Mm-hmm. Really gorgeous, beautiful music. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is becoming this show. And it's all sort of like, it's not a linear story that we're telling. It's all mm-hmm. sort of abstract. Um But there's a lot of spectacle involved a lot of there's even shadow puppets which is kind of cool
3: what i
0: like sorry yeah
3: what i really like and enjoy about this show is that we were talking about it at a rehearsal yesterday it's a really dense uh 15 minutes of performance for the performers because not only do we have this new music Um, and these this beautiful poetry on top of that we're also we have these huge costumes Mm -hmm. um, and we're using a lot of different objects um, uh, big big bolts of fabric these beautiful stick boats that Sarah created um, and then shadow puppets as well so as performers we're not just standing up there and singing um, we're telling a story through our entire bodies. We're telling a story through puppetry and through the use of these objects,
5: mm.
2: which is. Just... I mean, I don't want to call it performance art, but it's almost like performance art. A little bit, <laughs> but though I mean, the whole thing is sung. It's, yeah. It is a sung really integrated piece. piece. Performance. Yeah,
0: there are yeah. a lot of like stereotypes of what performance art can be, and those things definitely exist. And like mm-hmm. modern, if you want to even call it like very hyper self-aware Brechtian almost stuff, <laughs> but like. Performance art, like what is to say that art song isn't performance art? Right, right, mm -hmm, right. I think about that sometimes, like because I've done a bit of like weird kind of modern-y performance art stuff, and it's like this is not really that. I mean, it's it's a skill set for sure, and it's Mm -hmm. like a very it's a trained skill set, and there's like nuances there, but it's not. I don't know. I think that it's like there's a a thought that it's apples and oranges for some reason. Right, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It's not at all. Yeah. No.
1: Um right. <laughs> so, um how has, as you know, he, here's always my issue with like our training is that we are we are basically given tools to perform under very sterile circumstances. Mm. <laughs> our 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 skill set
4: is standing and singing in heels. And not moving, and making sure that your dress isn't too short that people are going to see up it on the <laughs> stage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yeah. doing your makeup right and precisely. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, y'all <laughs> so, have
0: shattered that.
1: Well, I'm I'm thinking specifically <laughs> about you know you you're you're describing a rather heavily laden performance experience mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you. So you mentioned a dense. Mm-hmm you know, a dense performance for the audience. I'm wondering how you as performers are handling large costumes, shadow puppets, bolts of fabric, all mm-hmm. of that. Like how, I, I don't, like, I guess the simplest, qu- the simple question I'm asking is how's that going? But, yeah. <laughs> but like, think of it in a much uh-huh. like deeper way, I guess.
3: I, mean, uh, <laughs> I, uh, um, I I am just drawn to this. I, you know, I love the singing and I love standing up there and performing art song. But this, where I get to do essentially everything, is so—it's just a totally different world, and so much—you uh, know—rewarding in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, what I find to be able to do it is, you just have to be doing it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you cannot—you—you you you cannot think. think about it. You right. cannot observe any of the stuff that you're doing because once you do, then all of a sudden, all the rest of your ducks are going to start scattering around. Right. Sure. Right. So you—it's—it's um, it's a little bit of. Um, my type a personality doesn't like this so much um but you you just kind of have to let go of the brain and and be in the moment doing Mm -hmm, what you know how to do what you've been trained to do you put the work in so just do it right and And i think
2: being forte performers what even when we're not performing a show we're still training for sure so Mm -hmm. you know we we train in the the school of improv Mm -hmm. we train in their form of storytelling which sarah is an expert at she Mm -hmm. she teaches that regularly um and susan as well Mm -hmm. and that training eventually leads us to a place where you can do that Mm -hmm. you can more easily let go of all the other stuff that gets in our heads (laughs) as as you know
4: quote-unquote opera singers Yeah. yeah i mean for me i struggled a lot in school with that school of thought of, you know, my my main thing in undergrad was my voice teacher, would, which if you ever hear this, sorry, but uh, <laughs> he would always tell me like, you're moving, why are you moving? Stand still. Mm. I'm like, I feel the need to move in this piece. And I think for me as a performer, one of the most powerful things about this work is being allowed to let that music move me the way that I mm. want to,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
4: as... You know, I'm not like a trained dancer or whatever like I don't like always move in the most graceful way but I think for me it's finding being able to move in the truth of what the music means to me right. and what in right. the words mm-hmm. and being able to have the permission to like go really deep into myself and especially with this work um, mm-hmm. the character I play that we all reflect in this she's a She's a girl on a journey trying to figure out how to fix something that she didn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she runs this whole gamut of emotions.
2: And this is... The reason it's so dense is this all happens in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's 15 minutes of music. Yeah. And that's it. And she yeah. runs literally everything from extreme fear to sadness to... Um, uncertainty to joy to peace to trauma to like like, all of these things that she's reflecting in such a short amount of time and then to have somebody like Sarah who allows you to use your body in that and she wants you to please use your body to reflect Mm -hmm. what those emotions it doesn't all have to be in the voice it doesn't Mm -hmm. all have to be in the face but it can be all three of those things put together and it should be and the more you put into that the greater the story is going to be. And sure. what's great about Sarah is that she'll then name it when she sees it in yeah. rehearsal, yeah. Mm-hmm. which I love. So It's so, it's like, reaffirming to know, mm-hmm. oh, what I'm doing is is going the direction we want it to go. Yeah. You know, she'll let you know, that was really beautiful, what you just did.
1: I love that in a director. I love, first of all, a director that'll let you do what you want to do, and also a director that, in the same vein, will let you know. Like, will, like I think that a lot of direction that that we have received and a lot of instruction that we've received has been very has kind of been the opposite of that in both directions Mm -hmm. like we we aren't afforded the freedom to do what we feel is natural for us because there is a standard there is a practice and so we aren't allowed the freedom to you know follow follow our instincts right? our experiment our, our, in- our instincts or experiment. Yeah. exactly and so and then additionally like we will we'll be affirmed if it's like if we sing something nicely mm-hmm. but our choices aren't always affirmed
5: right mm-hmm.
1: for mm-hmm. sure so i that's it's it's cool that y'all get to play in that space especially with A new
0: piece. Mm -hmm. Well, that um, is something that I think prefaces really well the next thing I'm really interested in thinking thinking about with this is that um, you know we've talked a bit about the fact that this is that this is separate from Forte and I Mm -hmm. think that there is another level to that which is um, I'm trying to think of, there's kind of a a tangent that I want to go on. I'm trying to think (laughs) of how to do it as quickly as possible. Right. Um, There are a lot of uh, like Meme groups and humor groups and, and things like that that are tied alongside to progressive and almost radical thinking of um, and of, of different things. And I think that humor and radicalization is a really interesting uh st- I I don't know. I think that art and humor and politics and all these things, we all, a certain kind of person kind of gravitates to something very similar to that. Mm -hmm. And, um, kind of where I think it applies here is that, um, not that Forte Chicago was ever not openly feminist, but there is a, there is a like, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me about it now. Yeah. You know, there There is like a, (laughs) like there's like a, this is who we are. We are women. This is about women empowerment. This is just what this is. There's no apologizing for it. Anymore. No not that there ever was that before but
2: right. but you're right it was not <clears throat> the original intent was not to be a feminist group for sure. It wasn't even supposed to be all women. It's mm-hmm. just that when Susan put out the call, hey, I want to do a, a sketch fest um, anybody game to do some opera improvisation. In two weeks, Mm -hmm. perform it in two weeks. Only women responded. Yeah. So she got us all in a room and we all clicked and we all loved it and we were like, can we keep doing this? And it just, that's, yeah. And now you're right. Now it's, we, I think we are naming what we are and we're not going to back down. We're not going to apologize for it. Like, this is who we are. This is what we have to say. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of shit to say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you're going to hear it.
0: That's the way it is. (laughs) I also really appreciate that in these. These areas of discourse too. The reason I brought up the like Facebook groups is because w- what we're finding is that there's a place for joking and there's a place for serious things, mm-hmm. and those can be the same people, mm-hmm. but there there is an importance to drawing that line. Yeah, and that's kind of what I really appreciate with the thought process that must have went into where Forte Chicago, and and obviously the part of it is applying for the grant and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But but having that lens to kind of think about it. I'm curious for you, um, and, and we've touched a little bit about on um, this, but I, I'm specifically interested in hearing about what um, benefits and kind of improvements have you found coming to serious work? Because obviously being trained as opera singers, Ooh. you're not unfamiliar with it, mm-hmm. but being trained as opera singers and then doing, in some cases, three years of improv training, mm-hmm. and now coming back to a, a serious like project uh what are some of the nuances that you're finding Mm. in kind of like your artistic expression things like that
2: i think at least for me it's become certain certain aspects of emotion that you want to use within your work are easier to access now Mm -hmm. than they would have been three years ago um if that if, if that makes sense, I don't for know sure. if I put that well. Um, so it used to be that comedy was something I could do because, and and I'm not talking about the kind of comedy we do in in Forte now. I'm talking about like you know brash opera comedy. That was easy for me mm-hmm. because you you put on this like exterior of being funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Very committed to Arte. Exactly, and yeah. you
2: don't have to dig into anything. You right. don't have to dig into yourself at all, and you don't have to let anybody else see you if that makes mm. sense so doing more serious pieces that required me to get into myself were a lot more difficult now i can approach this with the same freedom that we approach everything else and i it, there's no hindrance in the way mm-hmm. you know so when sarah says okay, I want you to really think about specificity in this moment. What of this heroine are you reflecting in your face, in your body, in Mm -hmm. your voice? And I can just go there. And it doesn't make me uncomfortable the way it used to. Mm -hmm. So I think that the three years of comedic improv training has actually helped me to get to this point of approaching a more serious piece, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, there's, there's, you know, specifically, I mean... uh, in, in theater as
2: a whole, but
1: specifically in Chicago as, like, kind of the home of, you know, I- improv,
5: mm-hmm. um,
1: there is kind of a, there is a rich tradition of a lot of crossover between comedic improv and more serious works. I mean, Del Close, who was one of the, you know, founding fathers of Second City performed pretty regularly with the goodmans mm-hmm. to the point that when he died he donated his skull to the goodman to be used in pre- future performances <laughs> of family. <Hamlet. Okay. laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean like there is, you know, it makes sense to me that mm-hmm. that, you know, that level of improv training transfers beautifully and actually benefits you in a more serious setting. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, having, mm-hmm. so I I have not been with the company for all three years, I am about at my one year mark. Yeah, uh, but we forget no. that. She's so, <laughs> so, so, so great. Forgets um, that all the time know, until right? she asks something
2: in rehearsal, like, like wait, I don't, I don't know, know that, do that. game. <laughs> and, oh, you don't? Oh, you don't!
3: No. <laughs> 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 um, and so, so yeah, so I am a, a little newer to coming to this, um, all this training, and what I'm what i found in taking all of this work in improv and comedy um and taking it back into a more serious work is just this idea of play
5: yeah still
3: and and that's what i think is so amazing about what we do and and kind of how we work in the room and on stage is that there is this sense of play and you can still be playing in a serious work Mm -hmm. um and and part of that is when you're playing, there are very few consequences, right? When you're serious and you are doing something, you know, quote-unquote, right, um, or you have to do it a certain way, the stakes are really high. Mm-hmm. And so it's nerve-wracking, and you kind of get, mm, you, I mean me, you kind of get <laughs> caught in that, stuck. Um, but if you have this sense of play and... You can, you can make decisions. You can take risks mm-hmm. and, and go far with it. And if it doesn't work, well, the next time do
2: something different. Right. It mm-hmm. gives you freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which is what I find with just in general storytelling. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're right. storytelling, right? And really, that's all any of us have been doing for the longest time in opera is we're trying to tell a story. So through improv, whether it's Comedy, satire, serious, you know, whatever it may be, at the end of the day, you're trying to convey a story. And mm-hmm. if you stick, like Amanda said, if you live in the truth of that story,
5: mm-hmm.
2: then your audience is going to get it. And if you make one decision that doesn't quite reveal the truth one day, well, then the next time you do it a different way. And you have that freedom to just keep going until you get your story told. Yeah. That's really what it's about. I have a question about... Um <clears throat> In
1: in talking about storytelling, um, so Susan Payne O'Brien, she wrote the the words mm-hmm. to "Distant Birds." Okay, "Distant flight of Birds." Um, does she? And I, I've I've not had the privilege of, of meeting Susan, and I'm not ultra familiar with like her background. You'll
2: have to come to our next workshop. I, yes. she'd love you. Yes.
1: That'd be sick. <laughs> um, but um, I'm I'm curious as a group of people who are familiar with working with Susan in an improvisational setting where you're coming up with your story as it comes I'm curious how the transition from working with Susan's artistry in that setting has translated to working with Susan's artistry in a scripted setting where Mm. she has written down the words it is a finished work and she is handing it to you
3: That's a good question. Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> We're all like, oh. <laughs> um,
4: I think it's actually really, really awesome because we don't usually get to see her writing. Um, or well, she, at least I haven't. studied poetry
2: apparently for a long time. Oh, so, cool. yeah, And not, you know, we don't get to see, yeah,
4: really reading her yeah. words. Sense now. Okay, I didn't I, even I, know that until yeah. recently. <laughs> so it's, I yeah, it's yeah, great to see this it's side of her. A different side of her. Um, I mean, we always joke that. Like she's our art mom and we're her art children and like all this yeah you know, silliness, but all of that aside, like we really do feel that way. Um, I do. I, I'm I, speaking no, totally. for all of us, I guess. But like, you know, it it gives you it makes you realize that like, oh, you know, I don't just sing. I do all these other things mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Um, and I think it was almost easy to get into this music because you knew, well, I knew it was coming from someone that I, like, trust and work with, and Mm -hmm. also from our whole process over the summer, it was, like, I can't wait to see what words she comes Mm -hmm. up with, um, and there's some lines in this that are just, like, (laughs) (laughs) earth-shattering, like, for me, at least, I don't know. Oh, definitely. Um, like, one line that I get to sing that I just... I have been thinking about this since the moment I read it when I got this music like what a little over a two month?
5: weeks ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, really? This
2: this this is the other reason this is yeah. so like dense for us is this process is really short. We had a grand total of ten rehearsals. Yeah. Wow. Before before we perform, yeah, it'll yeah. be ten rehearsals total. Coming right so. off of the La La
4: Lady yeah. Show.
2: It, mm-hmm. literally rehearsals overlapped with the end of the La La Lady mm-hmm. Show, so it's been it's been a little bit of a, a ride.
4: Sorry, yeah, continue so, that. Uh, this line is um it's when you learn the truth about your family, you molt or go mad with holding flight back.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that says yes. chills through my entire body. Like, yeah. So and the
3: words are
1: just, it's, it's juicy, terrible.
4: right? It's and that's so, just gorgeous. one right? of, oh my god. of the many amazing, amazing lines mm-hmm. that just cut through Mm -hmm. and and make you realize like there's you know we keep hearing there's all this like oh there's no empathy there's no empathy in this world right there's like that's why things are the way they are now but i i don't believe that i i refuse to Mm -hmm. um and i think that work like this is how we are gonna like Mm
2: -hmm.
4: change the world absolutely you know
2: my favorite line is the one that I sing to you at the end, oh. towards the end. <laughs> I get to sing, and it's that. it just encompasses the idea of storytelling. I sing, um, even when you have lost something dear, the hand survives to write the story down.
4: <sighs> right? Right? <laughs> God. She's so good. She's so good. It's
2: 15 minutes of that, of lines kidding? like that.
4: Right. It's amazing. It's all beautiful.
2: And and the music is so haunting. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Is
1: is this an is this an opera or is this like a, a like a a cycle? It mm, Hmm. Uh,
3: yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know if we can label it. No. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs>
0: Very uh, postmodern.
2: <laughs> I mean it really is kind of, it, it's broken down into six songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's not there might be a pause between, but there's not necessarily a pause in the story. Mm-hmm. There's no spoken dialogue in between. Um, it just flows from one song into the next. Mm-hmm. So you could call it a mini opera, I guess. Yeah. Yes. But again, it's not a linear story. Okay. The the way that it's presented yeah. is not a linear story. Right. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to go in as an audience member, just not expecting to be told, a you know, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, because mm-hmm. that's not what this is. Right. It's um,
3: exploration of the themes exactly, of the story.
2: Exactly. So,
1: n- okay, so we've...
5: <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> so gotcha.
1: I'm very excited about the idea of this particular work. I'm wondering, and it's possible that we have already covered this, but I'm wondering where this piece fits in in terms of the story that the entire evening tells? It is entirely possible that we have already discussed this.
3: Uh, I, I don't think we Okay, discussed cool. this. Um, I don't... There's not really a, a story that the entire evening tells. Okay. Um, I mean, I, there, there might be... Unless it's the
4: human story. Yeah, it oh. might be, right? Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I guess because I don't... I haven't seen all of the performances. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know, I know Nelia's and I know ours. And I know the music of the Divya, mm-hmm. Um but I don't know how they're telling that story with the visuals, right? Um, right. So I guess maybe we can answer that after the show. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Cool. I Yeah, I feel like it's more just like the whole evening is an exploration of... The human experience. The human condition. Yes, it's a mélange. It is. Ah, it's just. Good. It's a lot of really mm. great storytelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally, there is a woman telling a story. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there are a, I lot mean, a lot of women telling a That's stories. the other really awesome thing about this evening is this is all women except for one.
3: We have our token. We girl. have a
2: token man who is our <laughs> pianist. He's, he's wonderful. He's, he's a wonderful, wonderful person. Seth. Seth. Um. He is. Scene? What is his last name? We would just call him Seth. Sorry, Seth. Sorry if you hear this. Seth Seth is amazing. Seth, you matter. (laughs) Seth. Seth. Seth Seth, Seth is a wonderful um, pianist, and so he is playing all of this original music. Um, and then being really great with the head nods and helping us out when nice. we need to help. <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of thing, because it is all brand new music. Can I, like can
3: I say, pass on one comment that you said that probably a lot of the listeners will appreciate? I almost fell out of my chair laughing. Um, there's one part, well, there's one song where we're all singing together, and we have a final S, and so the piano kind of drops out as we're singing this line, and we have this long, long bit, and then we have a final S, and the piano comes back in, with this kind of boom, chug, chug, boom, mm-hmm. chug. Um, and... We were going through it one day, and there's kind of this moment of waiting, and we sang our final S, and Seth comes back in, and then after, he goes, I don't think I've ever been cued in by four singers before. I was like,
4: you're welcome! <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was like, yeah, I just realized that if I just wait for your final S, then that's my cue, and you all do it together every time like, yes he's like i don't know how you do it but you do it Wait, well we've been singing together for a while you know or so. with other people or with, right yeah. right
0: since like high school probably right middle school, yeah maybe but
2: the thing is is this doesn't have we don't have a conductor
0: for right? sure oh so, right. yeah. So, yeah. this is all collectively uh, collectively we are, we are that's super interesting. a unit yeah
2: um yeah it was uh, that was probably my
3: favorite <laughs> comment from rehearsal so
4: far just like the
3: realization of what that, just happened what
4: just what did that just, yes, just happen? Yes. yes, it did. Singers um,
3: are
2: musicians, too. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> but he is our token man. The whole rest yeah. of the evening is all women. Mm-hmm. Mm. The the concept, the design, the storytelling, the performing, the music, the lyrics, everything from the ground up is all, all women. Mm. Wow.
0: As I've been editing articles more, I find myself thinking a lot about consumability Hmm. and what I mean by that is like how easy it is for like an audience member or a reader to get what it is that you're doing
5: Mm -hmm. and I think
0: that that is also something that improv folks probably think about a lot especially when you're telling like a four minute story Mm -hmm. where it's like oh I want to make sure that when you're making decisions of like what lines you're going to say or whatever it is Mm -hmm. like it's there's a, a lot of thought that has to go into like it, are these people going to get the satire or the or the whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of worried... Uh,
2: sometimes they don't. Right. You right. Know,
0: <laughs> well, I'm curious about that lens mm-hmm. when it comes to um, something that has such a... has like a more serious tone. That kind of lens of like, do you, do you find yourself thinking about how it's going to be received?
2: I think... We've talked about it a couple times, but we our our answer to it, and this is actual truth, so For it's sure. not just something that we say to comfort ourselves. Um, is that <laughs> this is a work in progress? Yeah. So our our little 15 minute chunk, distant flight of birds, could and probably will be done again later mm-hmm. in it in a different way in an evolved way. Mm-hmm. So maybe this doesn't quite work we find out something doesn't work the way we wanted it to you know what it's a work in progress mm-hmm. so when we do it again we can do something else
0: absolutely and that's i think that has been kind of like the thing i'm thinking about of improv of it, of the consumability of it if that even makes sense like mm-hmm. the idea of doing it making sure that your shows are only an hour mm-hmm. things like that like um so you know that people don't get bored, or like if you're gonna do, or I always think of like whenever someone does an opera that's two and a half hours long and doesn't have an intermission. <laughs> are you like, are you kidding? Really? It's like, that's killer. Yeah, oh, and it's bladder. such a big deal. That's people hard. gotta pee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and there are people that do it because it's like they think it's edgy or, like or like. Well, oh, I've got this is...
1: I've got food service feet, so like if I sit down oh, for too yeah. long, I'm not gonna be able to get back up. Uh-huh. Yep, I hear that.
2: Mm. Yeah, yep. Or you're gonna need a crane to get me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: so, I have a thought on that, and we were talking about performance art earlier, and, and this company, Mozawa, they do a little bit more on the performance art. And there was one, one time I was working with them, and this draws back to here, um, that we had, I mean, the, the performance we had was like super weird. The one little vignette we had, um, essentially we were all laying on our backs with little timers on our stomachs. And that was it, and you just waited until your timer went off, your timer went off, you sat up, and, like, the kind of, like, Undertaker-ish character who was just walking around the circle took your timer and led you out, and that was, like, three minutes of that. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable as a performer, it was so uncomfortable as an audience member, I would assume, you know, someone was one mm-hmm. of the ones on my back, um, <laughs> but, and before we did it, we were wondering if this was okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm but absolutely it's okay because part of this is is forcing someone a little bit Mm -hmm. into feeling these different emotions and what do you do with three minutes of uncomfort right Mm -hmm. being being uncomfortable um for that long or how do you process that and then what do you do so it's also like as an observer after i went out i got to peek through and see what the audience members were doing Mm -hmm. and they're super uncomfortable and some are also sitting there and just waiting waiting and for and something trying to, to see happen. What's going to happen next? <laughs> yeah. And it was just a timer that went off. So so in this performance like I know for is not everyone's going to catch everything that she's doing. They're not all going to understand what the story is. Same thing for ours. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay.
2: We don't we don't owe it to you to completely understand everything. Right. For sure. Right. Absolutely. Well, and I also think that somebody told me a long time ago if if I make you feel something when mm-hmm. you leave the hall then that's, then I've achieved my goal. Whether you feel angry or uncomfortable (laughs) or upset Mm -hmm. or that's, that's out of my control. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All I'm trying to do is make you have a reaction of some kind. So like years ago, I worked for this opera company where, um, we did a Don Giovanni and the, the director wanted to do this concept where the whole thing starts in hell. And it's like a rewind flashback Mm. kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So all the chorus, he wanted me, as a makeup artist, he wanted me to put everybody in, like, dead face. So we did. Mm -hmm. And I thought it looked really cool. Everything was, like, dark, and, like, the walls were bleeding, and the whole thing was just very, like, Tim Burton, right? Mm -hmm. And um, we had people leave, like, comments. We had a little uh, flyer in the program, you know, tell us what you thought, or (laughs) donate here, that kind of thing. And people were writing comments like Mozart would be rolling over in his grave right now. This is terrible. I can't believe people oh were really God. mad and we were like, you know what? That's cool. Done. Mission That's accomplished. So mm-hmm. You left feeling an extreme emotion. So I did my job. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what the audience takes from a performance is maybe not their choice, but it, it's out of our hands. Yeah, for
0: sure. All we can do is present the story. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this isn't entirely relevant but I'm now thinking of um, maybe people at home will know what I'm talking about which production I'm talking about but I just saw a production recently of uh, A View from the Bridge mm. I don't know if you're familiar with that play but um, the the crux of it and the reason why it's, it's relevant at all is um, the center of the piece is this like weird father-adopted-daughter scenario And so there's, this, like, there's a, a strong element of like sexual abuse and mm. it's, it's the thing that was interesting is I remember the, with the people that I saw it with talking about it after because um, I, I think that it's an interesting thing to think about like <clears throat> like having an audience reaction but if you're the, the thing that was interesting with that specifically was the director almost was aware of that and like leaned into the potentially like traumatic audience reaction. Mm. And it's the reason why it's not relevant is because the problem there is that you have men in, in administrative roles. And the, you've already fixed that at the, at the front <laughs> end. It's like it's, but I, I just... It's an yeah, we don't have that problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an, inter, it's a, it was an interesting way... Because up until that point, I'd, I'd very much thought about it the same way. And I still think 99% of the time, same way where it's like, I want the audience to feel something. Mm-hmm. But it was something that I'd never really thought about. Like, oh, well, if a dude is is directing a dude to be Mm hyper-aggressive to make the audience feel something and not considering trauma at all. Right.
2: Or possible triggers. Right, yeah. 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 That
0: was an interesting...
1: Mm. Irresponsible discomfort. Right, Right. well, you
0: you have to be aware of... Like, there is a point where you have to be aware that... Sure, like, people are going to react to things differently, but there are some things that are just, like... Mm Mm -hmm. yeah it's an interesting thing
2: i mean and we we definitely pushed that in the la la lady show
0: yeah Um, yeah Yeah.
2: but we also named it Mm -hmm. so in in our finale you know alex had a line where we put the audience ill at ease Mm. and then there's a break in the music and she goes see (laughs) guys we did it because everybody in the audience was like wow did she really just say that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she did because she's trying to. She wants you to think about what mm-hmm. she just said,
0: and it's reclaiming it. It's taking exactly you it on taking it, yeah. taking it
2: back, and yeah, exactly.
0: That's awesome. Anyway, um, sorry. So the last thing. So we have a few minutes left. Um, okay. The last thing we do with all of our guests is a one minute plug for anything they have upcoming. Sometimes it's very obvious, like an upcoming uh, show.
4: So just. Because we got to cover this, the distant flight of birds and other works is December 15th, 16th, and 17th, 7 p.m. at Lynx Hall. Uh, that's 3111 Northwestern Avenue. Um, if you get your tickets online in advance, they're $15. At the door, they're going to be 20 So buy them, them now. Advance. Buy mm-hmm. them now. Plan ahead. Um, Lynxhall.org um for tickets or I, i'm pretty sure they're on forte's website as well fortechicago.com i don't know
3: we will make sure that they we'll are make on sure forte's website. are there but yeah. you can also like forte on facebook yeah. you can also like the distant flight of birds on, on facebook. facebook we also have our own page there um there's also a number of facebook events for the distant oh, flight yes. of
4: birds um so like ticket links are all there <laughs> they're, they're, they're everywhere. all over the place um, uh-huh message any of us, I guess, if you're our friend. <laughs> yeah, you know us, and you don't know, you can't find the ticket info, just message
0: us, we'll we'll direct you, for sure. Good old collective organizing, am I right? Yep,
2: yeah. yep, absolutely. You can also, if you're on Instagram um, and want to see some of the Forte shenanigans, follow us on Instagram. We're, we just dropped a video today, it went I saw up that. at noon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was the finale from the La La Lady show, we felt it was... Apropos, good timing. I'm just <laughs> gonna leave it at that. What? <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go to Forte Chicago either on Instagram or on Facebook and watch it. You'll understand.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Any other? Show?
0: Yeah. What? Uh, we any like self care stuff? Any TV shows you all watching or anything like that?
1: Books, movies, mm. interesting <laughs> articles. Mm.
3: I've been cranking through Shameless. On, Ooh, uh, oh Netflix. Yeah. I like it far more than I think I should like it. <laughs> no, it's good. I've never it's watched good.
2: it. My mom, it's in my Chicago, mom was really. Right? It, yeah, that's part it's of Southside, what the game is awesome. because then
3: you could see like Fiona went for a four mile run, but she went from back of the yards to Ohio Street Beach. I don't think that was a four mile run. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, you. Oh man, I love that on that show. Um, that's funny. Well, I've. Went home and got all my old like manga and comic books from my parents' house. Cool. So I've been rereading um, Sailor Moon, which is giving me all the life. Um, I When's, also where's that revival? Um, it already happened. Boo! Like <laughs> Sailor Moon Crystal, the reboot. Live action. Came, or? Oh, the live action is in the '90s, y'all. There's they m- had a live there action. There are ago. musicals. Damn, there are multiple where have musicals. <laughs> i didn't know any of this <laughs> so season, Daniel. yeah there's a lot but um uh, i don't know if y'all have seen this amazing wonderful beautiful human on youtube but her name is sailor J. she does these amazing videos making fun of like beauty tutorials and they all have this like feminist civil rights slant and it's all goddamn fantastic is she the one that Um, did the contouring? yes contouring 101 search for that on youtube contouring 101 by sailor j you will not regret watching every single video in her entire youtube channel (laughs) you will spend hours doing it but it will give you so much life it's so good (laughs) it's
0: awesome also check out can we plug your jams
4: Oh, yeah. Please do. Uh, My jams.
2: I work at Spoken Cafe, where I jam (laughs) the jams. (laughs) I mean that literally. I make jam. Um, (laughs) So that's my day job. I make jam for a living. Um, Yeah, Spoken Cafe is in Ravenswood, underneath the Montrose Brown Line Stop. And we have a whole shelf of my homemade jams and pickled things that Mm -hmm. you can buy um, in a week or two, I'll probably be putting out some Christmas cranberry sauce. So oh. uh, come in for that. <laughs> they're limited time because they're, I only do seasonal. For sure. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to make more strawberry jam if it runs out because it ain't strawberry season, folks. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: I have a show on Sunday. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I'll be performing in the... Um, Oh, shit. Look, sorry. What's, what's the <laughs> thing to for it? Uh, Oh, no. be um, yeah, at sh- Laugh Out Loud Theater on Lincoln Avenue um, doing our show, which is the... Improv Church show. It is free. Um, hold on, I try to look up the actual title because now Isn't I'm like, called, like first the congregational, first Church of Improv, or something like, like that. that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first Suggestional su- Church suggestional. of Improv. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What? First Suggestion Suggestional Church of Improv. Jesus Christ. Just sing it anyway. It? So that is at seven thirty. Seven thirty. Mm. Free show um we do a communion of pbr um it is fantastic um there will be a guest speaker as well as a fantastic group of uh doing sketch comedy um it is it's just really fun it's a celebration of improv music improv sketch comedy what have you and it is just a really fun evening come hang out and hang out with other performers and just show our love for improv.
0: <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I've been Dan Johansson.
1: I continue to be Maureen Smith.
0: If you want to keep up with what we are up to, there are so many ways to do that. You can head over to scopymag.com. Uh, by now, by now when oh. you're listening, not by now when Oh, it's up. It's up? When it's did up. that happen?
1: Zach texted
0: us. In the middle of this recording. (laughs) Our website is live. That's amazing. Head over to scoffingback.com. Check it out. Uh, This will... There is a bunch of articles and stuff that's going up. I've been sitting on a bunch of stuff. A bunch of podcast episodes are going to be going up. Not all at once, but maybe the record... Anyway, we'll figure it out. you'll, You'll... By the time you hear this, you'll know. Um... Otherwise, you can keep up with us on all the social media places on Facebook, that's Scoppy Magazine, on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Google Play, Radio Public, and iTunes Podcasts. Mm -hmm. We are under Mag, and we spell that S-C-A-P-I-M-A-G.
3: And as always,
1: I'm here to emphasize the importance of donations. We run on a shoestring budget. Everything that we've been able to do up to this point has been through your generosity. So first of all thank you so much. Second of all, we could use a little bit more help. If you're in a position to give, you can head to our brand spanking new website, scopymag.com. Head to our donate section. Uh, There are a couple ways that you can give. You can do a one-time donation. If you do that, you will have our eternal gratitude. Or you can give on a monthly level. And if you choose to do that, some cool things will happen. First of all, our next two donors at any level will receive a free bag of half-wit coffee. And from there, we're kind of figuring out new rewards for certain levels of giving. Uh, if you're interested in giving on a higher level, i.e. advertising or just, you know, supporting our mission of uplifting local arts and independent media on a higher level in general, please feel free to reach out to us at scopymag at So, give a little give a lot and if you can't give then listen participate and
5: share
0: cool thank you all so much for listening go out and make something
5: yep